Good morning. Welcome to Breakthrough Walls. I'm Ken Walls and I'm your host. Sorry, I had my microphone muted. So listen, I first let me say this. Share this out because this is going to be an incredible interview. Um, I have the founder of StreamYard, the co-founder, co-founder of StreamYard, which is the platform that I now use to do all of my broadcasting. Um, it's incredible. This young man is literally... I think he's a genius. So I'm I'm pretty excited to have him on. I want to welcome Gage Vanentop. <laughs> Am I saying your last yeah, name yeah. right? That's a very kind um, introduction. I appreciate it, <laughs> dude. I, I I'm blown away because I you know look I have searched high and low. I've used everything out there. I think um, uh, there's a couple of, of programs out there that I think require some sort of a degree and <laughs> in, in, in engineering to be able to use. Um, and dude, you've created a platform and we'll get into that in a minute, but you've created something that's absolutely phenomenal. So um, thank you for that. But the, you know, this is about helping people have a breakthrough in life, right? It's about helping people to get stuck. And, and I'm sure that you've had your ups and downs in, in life. And, and so I want to talk about you and where, like, start with where you were born and raised. Yeah, absolutely. And, and yeah, thanks so much for having me on the show. I'm excited to, uh, to be here. And yeah, I'm glad you find StreamYard easy to use. That's definitely our, our focus. So uh, yeah, I was born in the States, actually. So I was born in, um, in Oregon, in Portland, Oregon. Um, and moved around a bit as I as I grew up, but the story of StreamYard didn't really start until I went to university, and I went to university in Canada, in British Columbia, Canada, and that's where I met uh, my co-founder Dan. And I was in electrical engineering, and he was in mechanical engineering, and we just really enjoyed working on uh, projects together. So um, we we worked throughout school. We worked on projects outside of school. We worked on projects, um, and then that that joy of working together we knew we wanted to start a venture together and um streamyard wasn't our first uh, attempt at things but it it is uh it is what we landed on so that's what we're working on now so so you got so you grew up in portland you ended up in canada yeah you don't have the canadian accent <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's interesting so do you, I guess you probably went back and forth here and there to to the states and back up to Canada and all that. Um, do you know Robert Brooker? Yeah, Robert, yeah, I've seen Robert. Robert in many many chats. Thanks yeah. for tuning in, Robert. Robert's Robert's awesome. So um, so you you went. I, I'm assuming you went to like school, high school, elementary, all that in, in Canada as well. No, I went to I went to high school and, and before in the in the States. I'm actually a dual oh. citizen. So my parents are bo both Canadian. So I had lots of family in Canada. So that's why I ended up going to university there. But I, I spent a lot of time in the States growing up. Wow. So what 
and and you're young. <laughs> you're you're significantly younger than I am. So um, I'm a little bit jealous that you've come up with something so unbelievable at such a young age. It's it's <laughs> awesome, dude. So so you you um like what what was it that like because you said you worked on projects together like what are some of the things that you tried or attempted and they didn't necessarily take off for you sure um so yeah so electrical and mechanical engineering aren't directly software related so that came that, <laughs> no. came, that came a bit later on they both in our during school there's there's still quite a bit of programming involved in in electrical and even mechanical if you if you're taking the route that the dan was sort of taking yeah but um we both just sort of found that we loved software because um, of how low the barrier to entry was to sort of build anything. So like if you want to make an ambitious mechanical engineering project, I mean, that's going to cost you most likely hundreds of thousands of dollars for, you know, the materials and things like that. Whereas with software and even electrical, getting like a board designed or a chip design, like that's going to cost uh, a lot of resources and, and money. But with software, if you got uh, a few uh, guys or gals and a couple of workstations and and uh, a willingness to uh, to really go for it. You can create massive projects uh, at a massive scale because of things like um, AWS and and Google Compute. So I think that's what really drew it, drew us to to that because we we I think we love entrepreneurship as much as we love software. So it was sort of this great combination of like we could try new ideas and iterate really quickly, and then we did really enjoy uh, programming. Um, but yeah, so I mean, th they weren't necessarily things that failed, but yeah, there was lots of random projects throughout school. Like uh, we had to make a, a little bridge that had a software component, a mechanical component. But the first actual venture is we both had, Dan had worked for um, a tech company in Vancouver, and then I had spent some time at tech companies in the States. And we we liked those jobs okay, but we we weren't, we knew we didn't want to have like a typical, we knew we wanted to do something on our own. Um, and that's when we first started getting into uh, meeting applications were the first thing uh, we spent some time working on. Um, just because it was particularly me that sort of pushed for it because I've always just loved the the internet and how it connects people. Because yeah. um, I'm, I'm not like so not that old, but I do remember like when the internet sort of happened. I remember like asking my mom to get off the phone so I could go on dial up and stuff like that. Oh, wow. So I just you thought- remember, was, You remember that? Yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I was, yeah, I was a- uh, I don't remember what my exact age was, but I remember when the internet <laughs> like sort of happened. Um, hey, I built my first, I've built websites and stuff for 25 plus years. So I built my first one in 1994, dude. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. <right. laughs> that was right when it started. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much me. I always joke and say me and Al Gore invented the internet. <laughs> <laughs> right now. So, so you, you, um, so you start uh, like, dude, like the, the but this, I'm not an electrical nor a mechanical engineer and I know nothing about it, but it doesn't seem like it's related to, 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 yeah. to programming really. Yeah. So it took a long time, right? Like I, I've been out of university for a long time. So, uh, not that uh, long. Yeah. Not, not that long, but, uh, <laughs> it's not like, so web development, web development is not that related or at all related to what we did in school, but the, but the fact, like the principles of, of design and, and what you learn in engineering is, is not all that different. So if you're really motivated, like, like we yeah. spent a lot of time, right? It wasn't like, oh, we sort of dabbled in web development for several years. It was like, no, we went, we decided to like go for it. So we spent like all day, every day, like, okay, we're going to become experts at web development to learn how this whole system works, how DevOps works, how 
testing uh, at scale works. So we sort of learned, we just decided to go for it. If you really go for something, I mean, you can learn stuff pretty fast. And then having the background we did made made it pretty easy to learn quickly. But um, we it's now been, we probably, it's now probably been before, before we started StreamYard, we had been working on web development related stuff for probably two to three years. Wow. That's unbelievable. So, so you, I mean, how, first off, how long has StreamYard been around? Yeah. So we incorporated in uh, July of 2018. Um, the site didn't actually go live until uh, October. So October is when we had like our very first uh, user like going live with it. Wow. Um, and then, uh, and then I think we had our, our first paid user wasn't until like uh, late November, I think. Dude, that of 2018. Yeah. Like a year ago. A year ago. Yeah. <laughs> you're so, you're so chill about it. You're like, yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, I, it was a lot of work. <laughs> I, mean, I know, but you have thousands of users on this platform now, right? Like a lot. Yeah, yeah. I think we're at, um, I think we, we're just over 15,000 um, monthly people that actually go live. So lots of people say monthly active user, it's just website hits. But yeah. as far as like people actually that are going live to a platform, like they made a live stream to Facebook in the last month, there's 15,000 people doing that every month, which is pretty cool. Dude, that is insane. That is absolutely insane. So, so, and, and there's no way that this doesn't grow. And so our, you mentioned AWS and I know what that is. You know what that is, but I'm sure that a lot of people don't know what that is. So, um, what, what the Amazon, yeah. basically Amazon hosting is, yeah. Kinda, yeah, they charge me 39 cents every month. And I still don't know <laughs> <The> why. <thieves. laughs> I don't know why. I'm like, why am I getting charged 39 cents a month by AWS? I don't get it. But there's something out there. So, so, so you, um, so, okay. So what was it? There was, there had to have been something. And do you mind if I mention one of your competitors that is? Not oh no, I don't. I don't yeah. care. So, so I was using a a different product called um, Ecamm. And okay. you and I talked about this and Ecamm, I'll, I'll be nice. So the only way to interview people is you do it through Skype. And as you know, that can be pretty laggy and, it, and, and, you know, I don't know how many people I sent a message to going, yeah, here, just uh, hook up on Skype with me. And they're like, Skype, I haven't used that since 1982. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, and it's like, I know, but it's the only way this works and blah, blah, blah. And then um, I forget who it was. Somebody, um, oh my gosh, why can't I think of his name right now? Somebody, Robert Brooker might be able to remind me, but somebody told me about StreamYard and I was like, or I saw it somewhere or something. And I was like, oh my God, this is unbelievable. So, um, you know, like what was it? What was kind of the catalyst for you that made you go? Yeah. I, I so, gotta, I gotta develop something to solve this problem, right? Sure. Yeah. So there's, yeah, there's definitely lots, and Ecamm's a great, a great tool as well. Especially yeah. if like, uh, it's only Mac, so that limits it to some extent. But especially if you want to have like, if you, if you are a bit more into tech and you want to have like a fancy DSLR camera and lots of effects and stuff like that, yeah. there are lots of solutions like that. But yeah, the sort of catalyst was. Um, we were looking at sort of the live streaming tools out there and the landscape was actually was quite a bit different when we first started than it is now. So um, now there are 
quite a few easy solutions. But uh, when we were first thinking about starting it like two and a half or, or actually, I guess it was just over a year ago, but we were thinking about it for a while, maybe like a year and a half ago ish. I'm not, I'm not great with dates around a year and a half. Yeah. Um, we we're looking at what was out there and there was, I mean, there's very good and powerful f solutions for spe especially gamers just because it's such a big industry. Um, but when yeah. we we're looking at the tools out there for sort of like um, people that were just into social media or into podcasting or just anyone outside of gaming that was looking to go live, um, they still were not uh, very easy to set up. And our sort of thought was like Twitch was so, or so yeah, I guess. So Twitch, if for anyone that doesn't know what Twitch is, Twitch is like uh, is like the live streaming platform directed uh, that's designed for gamers. Yeah, and we were sort of fascinated by how fast Twitch grew and how much of um, sort of a phenomenon it was, where it sort of created this whole industry uh, for gaming, where there's like game commentators and just all all this business around gaming. And we thought a big part of that was just because gamers were set up for, to have successful live streams. They had the fancy computers, they had the technical know-how of setting up. Uh, the live streaming software that was pretty complex, especially at that time. Right. Um, so we figured there's probably like all these other industries of people with great personalities um, that could be doing the same thing that's happening on Twitch. Like maybe some some guy that's super into fishing or, or someone that's super into uh, building cars or something that doesn't know anything about technology, but could still have an awesome live stream and, and bring a, a bunch of value that doesn't because it's as soon as you start as soon as you, at least back then, as soon as you Google how to live stream, it's like, okay, you're going to need an encoder and this and this and this. And the poor person reading it does barely knows what a browser is. Right. So right. we figured like, okay, let's make something that's just, you don't have to know anything about computers. You have to know absolutely nothing and you can still go live and, and look good and, and start a show. That was sort of our inspiration. And that's sort of how we built it as well. Like every, like we user tested sort of everything we were making and like, okay, if, if my mom, like we tried to find the most, <laughs> the least tech savvy people and we would test with them, like, okay, how do you operate this? And then it's like, okay, if my mom doesn't know how to do it or Dan's mom doesn't know how to do it, we have more work to do. And that's sort of how we <laughs> iterated. Wow. So it, there, there, it was Carlos Phoenix I saw using, using StreamYard. Okay. Yeah. Carlos is a great guy. He's awesome. Yeah. He's a friend of mine too. So, um, that's, I, that's how I originally heard about it. And, and so, so you, um, so you said if my mom or Dan's mom can't use it, we, we, we still have work to do. That's, <laughs> funny, that's funny. And I'm sure your mom's younger than I am. So, <laughs> um, so, so you, you, you said that you, how long were you working on this? How long was it in development? When was the original idea? I guess, did you work on it for years or no, it was pretty quick. So we had, we had, we had worked on meeting software beforehand. So we had a lot of knowledge in the space. So right. when we, when we entered StreamYard, we had a very good knowledge base of how to uh, make uh, people might not know what this means, but like VOIP, like voiceover, like what Skype is to make stuff like Skype and Zoom and those types of programs. We had a lot of knowledge in that space, uh, so it was not that far away from July. It was, it was. We we decided we wanted to do it, and we incorporated, it and then started developing it, developing it. And the site looked drastically different when we launched, right? So the right. site, the site in October is is was not like the site uh, now. That's well, that's kind of the way these things have a tendency of morphing into. To real businesses <laughs> yeah. right you're like so so man I, I i just like it blows me away that 
that you saw how, but there was, was there not just a, like one day you went, dude, I, I just tried logging on to blah, blah, blah. And it didn't work. We need to develop something to solve that problem. I, well, I mean, we tried all the other softwares, right? So uh, I, okay. I, I guess it was sort of like, so we, we were inspired by by Twitch, and then we just sort of downloaded everything out there, like OBS. Um, yeah, I don't want uh, I don't want to rag on it, on people, but we we downloaded like a bunch of different software, and it was basically and it, my, the thought process was like, my mom wouldn't understand any of this, so there's an yeah. opportunity here. So yeah, <laughs> listen, your mom definitely wouldn't understand OBS. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I've tried it. I, I, I've done, I've done programming and I couldn't get, I was like, OBS is a nightmare for me. So, um, some people swear by it though. And that's cool, but. Oh yeah. It's um, a great, it's, it's like, if you're, if you put in the time to learn, it's a very powerful, yeah. uh, awesome and it's open source, which is cool. So yeah. 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 So, so you, I mean, and I'm going to tell you something else. I've never experienced not one time, knock on wood. I've never experienced lag on your platform. Like during a, a broad, a live broadcast, I've not had, not that I can recall any, any issues. And I've done a lot. I've done a lot of broadcasting. I mean, I go live at least once or twice a day on here and it's, it's incredible. And I think about that. I'm like, how are they doing this? Cause I mean, you said you have 15,000 paid users. Is that right? Yeah. So, so, how in the world are you keep keeping up with the bandwidth usage? Yeah, that's actually a cool, that's a cool topic. So yeah, that's actually a major, um, that was also part of the inspiration too, is like, that's a different, like people don't understand like why. So one part of the reason we charge money is because we do work quite a bit different than OBS. Yeah. So like OBS runs on your own computer. So like when you're running OBS, it uses your own computer resources for everything like to do the, for people yeah. that understand live streaming to do the transcoding and all that stuff. All that happens on your own computer and it uses your own computer's uh, bandwidth to like mix the whole feed and, and send it out. So it's pretty resource heavy. So if you've ever, if you've ever run OBS on your computer, uh, you probably know that it requires quite a bit of like, it's, it's probably like over half your CPU usage is probably OBS if you have like a mid range yeah. computer. Yeah. And, and, and most people probably don't understand that, but you know, like it, it, in other words, you better have a powerful ass computer. If you're gonna <laughs> use OBS. Yeah, but with right. StreamYard, you could use like a Chromebook, right? Like you could have a cheap Chromebook, and you could and you can make a stream with the overlays and the um, comments popping on screen in, in the lower thirds. Yeah. Um, and so, so that's because, and that's because we handle uh, the processing. So, like, you can, right. there's no way, there's no way you could run OBS on a Chromebook, but you can use StreamYard. So that's sort of that's sort of what you pay for. But anyways, right. so how it works is every time you launch, like every time you enter a broadcast studio, you actually have your own sort of, this isn't a perfect, uh, for, for the, the nerds out there, this isn't gonna be a perfect analogy, but this is the gist of how it works. <laughs> uh, when, you, when you create a broadcast, we dynamically sort of create a computer for you. It's not really a computer, but it's the same idea. It's like a, a container or yeah. a virtual machine is what it's called. It's basically a computer. We create a little computer, so you have your own computer that's dedicated for your broadcast, and uh, you connect to that computer, and your guests connect to that computer, and that computer does most of the work. So it takes in the feeds from you and your guests. It mixes those feeds together. Uh, it animates everything, it, and then it it puts the stream. That this is the heavy part. Part of the heaviness is putting the stream into a format that places like Facebook and YouTube accept. 
So it puts the, the stream in that format and then it sends it out to Facebook. And now with simulcasting, it also does the simulcasting. So it could go to Facebook and YouTube at the same time. So it's fairly limited how much bandwidth you use because that machine is, it, most of the bandwidth is coming from that because it's, it, it's what does the mixing and sends out the final feed. It still requires some of your bandwidth, but, and that's how we yeah. scale too, right? So um, despite the fact that there's a lot of people on the site, new, new, new resources are being uh, allocated dynamically. So when there's a spike, we have a bunch of more computers. This is because of things like AWS. We don't use AWS, but we use something similar. Yeah. Um, th these cloud companies make it possible to sort of dynamically scale, which is really cool and really powerful. Um, and that's how that's how we can support um, really fast growth is from that without having to buy a bunch of computers. And I think you know one of the things for me is I, I literally. So I I was using. I don't think there's any legal. Thing that I can't mention company names that I've used, but um, I was using Live Leap, and it would shoot it out to um, you know I'd go live on my personal page, and then it would shoot it out to my 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 Facebook fan page, and this and that. Well, it did not shoot it out to YouTube, um, and and then there was uh, so I was gonna I was gonna there was another service I was literally getting ready to sign up for. Um, a simulcasting software, I forget what it was called. Um, and then that's when I heard about this and, and literally I signed up for this and it was a week or two later that you announced that, okay, now you can simulcast to everywhere. Oh, like, yeah. I was like, what? Like it solved the problem. Cause I was, I was like, okay, I'm going to have to suck it up and sign up for that other thing because yeah, restream Matt Canning. Thank you. So I was going to sign up for Restream, which shoots it out to all those other platforms. And you you announced, hey, you can do it to YouTube. And and so like right now we're live on five different different sites we're, or five different, you know, four Facebook pages and on um, uh, YouTube right now. Dude, you created that. That's freaking unbelievable. <laughs> Thanks. Like, like that's unbelievable. Like, how did you do that? What made you go? Oh, hey, you know what? Let's just throw in the feature of being able to broadcast everywhere at the same time. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, every, everything's everything's hard until you know how to do it, right? So, like, I don't know. You could, you could, I could take a broken car to a mechanic, and when they fix it, it's magic to me because I don't know how it works, right? So, <laughs> I, it's I could take the credit, be like, oh yeah, I'm a wizard or whatever. But I mean, if you put in the hours to learn a craft and understand that craft, you can yeah. do some pretty cool stuff, right? So we we know we know how to program, so we made it. That's that's unbelievable. And you just added some new features. What last was it last week? I think yeah, last week with the yeah, I think it was last week we added um, so three big ones. So there's or maybe it was I don't remember the exact date, but yeah. So you can go to Twitch now which we're a bit hesitant because we wanted to, we want to stay focused on supporting people outside of gaming just because gaming is such a huge uh, group group that it sort of tends to take over uh, tools and 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 uh, priorities start to shift but so we're, we're we're supporting twitch because they have a new podcast and talk shows section that we think is good um, yeah. and we also added the ability to gate who can join your stream so there's a little option to require people to sign in with uh, Facebook or YouTube. And yeah. the reason we added that is because there's people that they like to sort of do community shows, particularly YouTubers. <clears throat> They'll be doing a live stream and they want to share the invite link out to their community. But wow. obviously when you put it out publicly, you can have people joining that you will interrupt your, your show. Yeah. So 
Yeah, and it's a, I, we still don't really recommend it because you don't know, like someone could pretend to be normal and then they pop on and they ruin your show, right? But yeah. um, you can mitigate it a bit with this new setting because it requires them to log in and then you can ban them on an account basis. So if they log in with their uh, YouTube and you don't want them in your stream, you can block them and then they can't they can't join again. Does that mean they can never join again or they can just not join that stream? So you can you can unblock them at any point. So okay. they can never join that that person's yeah. uh, broadcast. And then of course they could make a new YouTube account and then join again. But then you just block them again. And then it's not that easy to yeah. make a bunch of YouTube accounts. Eventually they'll they they rate limit. You can make like six and then you can't make anymore. So worst case scenario, if someone really wants to bother you, you'll block them like six times and then you'll be done. Yeah. I mean, yeah, <clears throat> if you have that big of an issue, but you know, I mean, back in the day of when I used Periscope, it, it was unbelievable the amount of spam bots that there were. It, oh yeah, it was unbelievable. I'd have seven hundred show up at one time on, on a live stream. <laughs> wow. Oh, it was crazy, man. It was crazy. And then Grant Cardone would jump on my stream and he'd share it, and and then I'd have seven thousand show up. It was nuts, man. But it, you know, I mean, and and you're so you're doing um, like now if you're approved by LinkedIn with Streamyard, you can you can broadcast to LinkedIn live. Yeah. Um, uh, they haven't approved me yet, which is really bothersome, but whatever. I'm hoping um, they just open it up to everyone relatively soon. But I don't, I don't have, I don't, I know as much as you do as far as when or if that would happen. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. Um, but I did. I, I don't know if you saw. I interviewed my friend Judy Fox, who's a LinkedIn influencer, and and she was talking about that. And she said that that it's, um, you know, you got to have a lot of video content on YouTube. She said, this is my theory. I can't prove it. But um, and I don't I don't have a lot of video content. So, you know, that's probably why. But um, so, you know, look, with with the with the way that things are going, because I, I have a um, training platform where I I'm uploading video content, teaching people how to do live streaming and build their their brand and all that. But, um, you know, I'm using a software uh, loom to record and screen record and do all that stuff. And then last night I'm thinking, man, cause you can't during a, a recording with that, you can't switch between camera only mode and sharing your screen mode. And I'm oh. like, wait a minute. Why am I not using StreamYard to do this? What's wrong with me? Because it does, it does, you have that record only mode now. Yeah. Recently we added that where you, you don't have to go live. You can just go, straight to recording essentially. And 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 I would probably use up all of your your uh, your space if I did that but but it's not that many videos but it's it's you know I, you just happen to have a solution. Now I use this instead of Zoom. I use StreamYard most of the time. I I just send a client or whoever I'm meeting with a StreamYard link because a lot again a lot of people may not have Zoom. They may not have the they may not want to set up an account or or any you know download the stuff for because you have to download Zoom to use it. Streamyard, you get a brow a, a URL that you open up in your browser and bam, you're on. Yeah, yeah, it's insane, it's insane. So so you guys are doing some amazing things. Um, you know, again, this show is about um, helping people have a breakthrough in life in general, right? Um, 
So get StreamYard and you'll have your breakthrough. I'm <laughs> I put and I put my affiliate link in the in the stream. Don't buy it directly from Gage. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So so, but let me ask you this: along the way, and I've had business partners before, and um, man, sometimes it's awesome. Sometimes, but sometimes it can be like, no, we're not doing that. Yes, we are. No, we're not. Yes. Like you can get into that whole not seeing things on the same level, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, along the way, doing this over the last couple of years, what have been some of the challenges that you have faced that you thought, man, there's, and I, I'm not talking personal fights with Dan, <laughs> <laughs> but, but like, what are some of the things that you face that you're like, I, I don't know if we're going to make it or are there any? Yeah, that's a good question. I should, I should have thought. I should th let me think for a second. I guess so. First of all, with with Dan, um, our my relationship with Dan is pretty unique. Like, because I to I totally know what you mean. Like most most yeah. scenarios, uh, when I'm working with someone, there's always those weird conflicts and stuff. But for whatever reason, Dan and I, there's that just really isn't a problem. We we have the same goal in mind, so it's there's very little disagreement. It's more of just like, okay, our goal is to make this thing as easy as possible. And we're on the same page about that. So right. it's just, if there's not really ever, ever a disagreement, it's just a discussion and like, oh, why would this be better? Why would this be better? So it's a pretty unique situation there. So that's actually been none of the problem. Uh, the Some of the, the scariest things I guess have been like, the fact that we're so dependent on other platforms so that we're so dependent on Facebook and YouTube and, and these uh, types of platforms. So getting approval uh, was sort of stressful, especially when we first launched as we spent all this time making this platform and then we have to get approved by Facebook. And that took a long time, like longer than we expected. So we sort of hoped that it would be like, okay, maybe we'll hear back in a week. And it was more like three weeks and they had, and we had to make changes and then it was like another three weeks. So uh, that was pretty stressful at the beginning of just like, wow, we sunk all this time into it. What if they just say no? Or what if we never hear from them again? Right. right. Uh, because it's, I mean, it's their platform. They can do whatever they want, right? Right. Um, and that's sort of gotten, that that sort of risk has sort of gotten smaller as we've gotten bigger as a company. And it's like, okay, now we integrate with lots of different platforms. People know who we are. So it's less risky of them just like turning us off. But uh, I mean, it's still it's still somewhat scary. But as long as, as long as we also benefit Facebook. So as long as we're, as long as we, as long as we stay true to their policies and stuff, everything's fine. But that's always sort of a concern. Um, what else has has happened, uh, dude? I, I was I was invited to be a judge on an influencer panel with Tamara Thompson's event called Broadcast Your Authority in San Diego. Um, Mark Zuckerberg's sister, Randy, is who invented. Um, and she invented Facebook Live, and she was the keynote speaker there. Dude, oh wow, awesome! It was, it was unbelievable. Like she started Facebook Live in a closet at Facebook, <laughs> and, so and cool. she didn't even want to work at Facebook. She's like, my brother is a Harvard dropout, <laughs> and and I graduated. I'm the Zuckerberg that actually graduated. It was hilarious. She was funnier than heck, man. But like you know, that's like. And, and one of the things that she was saying is the biggest opportunity for anybody wanting to build their brand or build their, their, the, any entrepreneur, the biggest opportunity is this it's live streaming and voice like on the, the Amazon, I can't say her name cause she's sitting next to me. 
she'll perk up the, oh, hey, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, those yeah. devices. She's like, those, those and live streaming are the biggest opportunities you have as an entrepreneur today. So I think that you have positioned yourself, you and Dan, you've positioned yourselves to really make a splash in the world. Quite honestly, it surprises me you only have 15,000 users. <laughs> Although your ads are nonstop popping up in my freaking Facebook feed. Non oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm about ready to block you. I'm kidding. So like, I'm like, geez. Like, so, but it, it surprises me you only have 15,000 users. Yeah, I think there's, I mean, there's not, I'd be curious what the actual pool of broadcasters is that is going live every single month. So I think that I think that's sort of a limited that like that's definitely uh, lowers the overall pool. Is that it's it's hard, right, to go like going live. It's a it's a sort of emotional toll, and it's a lot of it's not maybe not a lot of work, but uh, it, there's an emotion there's there's a social risk to going live all the time. So I think <laughs> I think that sort of limits how many people will ever be regularly going live. So I'd be curious what the I don't know what the number is. I'd be curious how many people have a live stream and they go live every single. Uh, month. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think that with people like me, you know, I do a lot of coaching around that too. And I think, you know, it's changing. Matt Koenig is asking what the cost is for StreamYard. Do you want to explain the pricing structure? Because the first level is free. Sure. Yeah. So there's a free version. You, you'll and, get and our... if, if you get the free version, this is what you'll see <laughs> always on your, right? It's a little bit less dramatic. Oh, that, it's like uh, there's just oh, like there's a little duck in there. That's what you see. The duck. <laughs> the overlay would be funny though. <laughs> like a, You're like, I wish we could just do the overlay. That'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you'll have the you'll have the duck in the corner, and then it's uh, 20 hours per month, um, which is pretty good. Like if if you have a podcast, that should be enough. Like you could go live two yeah. hours every week easily, um, or more. Yeah. But the so and then uh, you won't have access to the overlays or the video clips or the multi streaming, um, and then the the next plan after that is the the basic plan, which is uh, twenty five a month, or if you do annual billing, it's a bit less. Yeah, and that pretty much gives you all the features. So you can multi stream, you can do the recording, um, you can have the overlays, the videos, all that all yeah. that fun stuff. And then professional just allows you to go to more places. So prof professional allows you to go to five uh, destinations. And that's like 40 something a month, 49 a month. Yeah. 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 And, and quite honestly, like, like the, the first level 25 bucks allows you three, I think simulcasts. Is that it's right? Two. Oh, is it two? Okay. I thought, why did I think it was three? Whatever. I mean, so, so two, and then the second one allows you up to five, right? Yeah. Yeah. The basic one's the most popular, I think, though. I think the most common one, uh, especially that our users like to do, is just the, a Facebook page and a YouTube channel is the most yeah. is the most common thing people do. Yeah. And 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 you can stream into groups. And, dude, the way that you have it set up is um, I, I should just share my screen and show people the setup because it's, it's pretty incredible. Like, to just be able to go in and add a destination and then it, it requires a real quick approval from Facebook or the group and and then bam you're in it's done it's it's crazy it's so cool i have i think 10 or 11 destinations listed that i can choose and pay or you know so i i, I freaking love it man i i go live again when i'm in my my um 
groups or whatever. Like it's, it's crazy. It's, it's unbelievable. So let me ask you a question. And, and again, I know, um, you're not the, you know, the 51 year old that's been, been in business forever, but you know, what do you think in your opinion, what, what are, what are, what are some things that you think hold people back in life? Because look, doing what you're doing is it's a huge risk. I mean, if oh, yeah. Facebook or YouTube says you're done, then you're literally done. Yeah, it would not be good. <laughs> no, like no, it wouldn't be at all. So what but what are some of the things you think that that prevent people from succeeding in life? Yeah, that's a big question. So yeah, I wasn't always like super amped on on entrepreneurship and 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 going after stuff. So I think the biggest I think the biggest thing for me and probably a lot of people is just making the decision to, well, first of all, finding what it is that you are passionate about and what you want to do. So I feel like that's the hardest thing. If once you find, once you find out what that is, suddenly everything else is just simple. It's like, oh, how do you get motivated? It's like, you'll just be motivated. If you, if you find <laughs> what you want to do and you're interested in it, all these things, like all these like, it's like, hacks for for being productive and like they don't matter anymore because like well i love doing this so i'm just going to do this all the time it's just everything gets simple right so i think if you just figure out what it is that you're really passionate about and want to do um, and then decide to go for it everything else will sort itself out that at least that's how it works for me <laughs> i was like i was very stressed about school i didn't know what i wanted to do i didn't really like the jobs i was doing and then i sort of discovered i just really loved entrepreneurship i really loved especially building products, like building a product and seeing people use something I built. And I was just sort of there. It's just like, that's what I want to do. That's all I want to do. And I'll do whatever it takes to make that work. And then suddenly it was like, okay, I didn't have procrastination problems. I didn't have motivation issues. I just sort of was able to just work all the time, you know? So what, uh, when you, when you decided to launch this, how did you launch it? Like, did you have 15,000 friends that Oh no, it was not dramatic launch. Like, so we, this whole thing was a learning experience for us. Right. So you're like, we had two people sign up for the first six months. <laughs> yeah. Like Dan and I, we did not. So we had prior experience working on this meeting application, but we were mostly just doing dev work before StreamYard. StreamYard was the first one that we really went all out on like the learning more about marketing and, and things like that. Yeah. So, I mean, we definitely read a lot, like for anyone that's interested in, in that type of stuff, like the, the Y Combinator videos on YouTube are great for sort of figuring out, like learning what product market fit is and how to find it and that type of stuff. Yeah. But the launch was not, I mean, we, I, we didn't know how to make it traumatic. So it was pretty, it was pretty quiet. We sort of, before we even launched, which I think is a good idea is we put up a landing page to just sort of test whether or not people would be interested in this. Yeah. So before the site was even running, we had a landing page that was like, this is what it, uh, does this is these are its features and then basically a box to put in the email yeah and so while we were still working on the site we had that landing page up and we're just sort of testing by i think we used i think we started we don't use google ads much anymore but we started with like just s search engine ads yeah yeah just to see like okay is, is this interesting enough that people will actually sign up for it and that was their very first start of like marketing and getting an email list and things uh, like that. So before we actually turned on the switch, if it was live, we probably had not very many. It's probably like 150 people on that email list that we had gotten from uh, just or posting on forums like, hey, check out what do you think of this landing page? Like just random, not targeted people. Yeah. Um, so our big launch was that an email to that email list is like, hey, it's live. You can use it now. And uh, wow. a few of them started using it. There's probably like our launch probably consisted of five to 10 people using the product. 
and 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 those were all probably on the free account yeah yeah they were all free users we didn't have our first paid user for a while wow dude and now you're rolling in a bentley probably <laughs> i wouldn't say that our costs are pretty high so yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, we pay a lot for uh for servers and whatnot and uh scaling up our team but so, we have a legitimate business now so that's cool yeah that's freaking awesome dude so you and i love what you said about the motivation finds you if you're doing something you're you you're passionate about i i love that because i think people you know i mean i i i i read and and every day of my life i'm reading i'm listening to podcasts i'm listening to you know, watching YouTube videos, trying to expand my mind all the time. Right. And, and, but you're right. I, I agree. If you're doing something that you love, that you're passionate about, you don't have to seek out motivation. It kind of finds you. That right? is for me. I mean, I don't, I, everyone's, everyone's different. So I, I, I try to be hesitant, like giving like authoritatively telling people a solution because it's like, you're not me and I'm not, I'm not you. So I don't right. know, but I can yeah, but you know what worked for me and that worked for me. You've experienced the opposite of it. Like I'm going like, you know, the, the movie office space, like, you know, you're going to work and you yeah. hate it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Office space is a great movie. That was, that's a good characterization. Right. Of all the times. Yeah. Right. Like you're going to work and you, you, you want to like take a ball bat and kill the copy machine and <laughs> you know, or whatever, like you've been through that. Right. So, yeah, yeah. And, and then the opposite of that is like, wow, I found this thing that is impacting the world in a positive way. And I can I can play a big part in that. And the motivation finds you. It just does. Like you're yeah. up early. It's it's early in Portland, Oregon right now. <laughs> like It's real early. So, so, you know, I, I love it, dude. And I, I'm my, my hat is off to you. I, I just wanted to kind of see how this flowed and, and have you on. And, and man, I think that you've got some, some, something really cool. What are some of the things you guys are, are working on? Or is it all hush, hush, top secret stuff? We're trying to keep it relatively quiet. Um, oh, yeah. but, uh, so, so yeah, we just, so we released Twitch. We do plan on adding, uh, supporting more platforms. So there'll be more, more destinations added. We want to continue just making the experience as easy as, uh, possible. So yeah. any, like anything to just sort of s s simplify the process. So particularly, I know like one hardship people have is sort of creating graphics and, uh, intro clips and things like that. So we want to find ways to make that even easier for people. That's just like, I don't know anything about design, but I want to look good. And then they can sort of just like, maybe we could generate an overlay for them or something like that. We're sort of exploring those types of things. Nice. nice. Um, and yeah, those are, those are the bigger things we're, we're, we're considering adding uh, more stuff to help people promote their streams and sort of the planning, everything that, that works up to going live. So maybe uh, like managing your audience to alert them that you're going live outside of the platforms uh, themselves. We're, we're exploring those types of things. But you already have that that schedule thing built in. In fact, it it kind of surprised me. I wasn't expecting it. I scheduled one once, and all of a sudden, and I, I pushed it. I you know to five different different pla or you know four Facebook pages and and YouTube, 
And then I got all these notifications on Facebook that I was planning on going live. And I'm like, whoa, what just happened? <laughs> like it just did it automatically and alerted my audience and everybody. So that that's incredible, dude. Like I have a, a friend of mine is coming on. Um, we'll be on. I'm doing a second show today, which I never do. But um, this is a, a, a buddy of mine who's a massive, massive YouTube influencer. And um, his name's Sean Cannell. I don't know if you've heard of him or not, but dude's got over 100 million views on YouTube. Yeah, I think I, I'm familiar with him. Yeah, he's a great guy, man. And, you know, it's like that. It's like, you know, people like him, I don't know what he uses, but I, I, maybe he is using StreamYard. I, I'm not sure. Um, but, like, this is a great platform for people like that. It's a great platform, like, you know, to be able to put the because I, I like here I, I can show people and I, I don't want to make this, you know, too crazy. But look, I can throw up Christmas graphics I made or or, or you know, maybe a Thanksgiving graphic and the overlay. It's insane what you can do with what you've created or I can go like that and and do a different overlay or a background image. And it's 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 nuts man you guys thought of I, I don't know what you the only thing that i mean i kind of because i have thousands of followers on on twitter including gary v follows me on twitter so i'd love to be able to go live on twitter as well um, you can through i mean it's through it's kind of weird because like twitter and periscope are sort of connected so when you go live to periscope it posted on your twitter yeah. but I know twitter's adding like their own thing as well but you can, you can go live to periscope you can yeah, yeah, <laughs> you can go on Periscope, dude. <laughs> changed my life. I have I have six thousand followers on on Periscope, I think, and nice. On Twitter. Yeah, you can go live to Periscope, Facebook, YouTube, all at the same time. Yeah, I'm gonna need more, um, more, more. What what are the destinations than five? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come on, man. So, so I know you're working on a bunch of stuff and, and that's one of the things that I, I, I want to tell everybody, first off, go follow gauge. I don't need, where would they, they're, they're going to have to follow Streamyard. Yeah. Like, I'm, sort of, I'm sort of synonymous with Streamyard. Now. I don't really have personal, personal profiles. You but. don't, man. I couldn't find, I found you on LinkedIn. I'm like, oh, there he is. So like, um, follow StreamYard. Uh, click on my link if if you're interested in getting it because it's a phenomenal platform. And one of the things that I want to say about this this young man and Dan, your your business partner, um, is you guys are constantly going live on your YouTube channel and on your Facebook page, and you're announcing new things. You have the what do you call it? The town hall meeting. Yeah, yeah, we go live every Sunday for we call it the town hall where we basically just answer people's questions and say what we're working on and stuff like that. You're we, we should practice what we preach, right? We talk about how great live streaming is. It's like you better be live if you're, if you're talking about how good live streaming is, you should be utilizing it. Right. Exactly, man. And I think that that people need to know that you are you're an open book. You're you're an open book and you just kind of let let um I don't know. You just let people you, you 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 open up and you're like, hey, ask us anything, and we'll we'll answer your question. <laughs> yeah, like, we, try, we do our best to like as long as you don't swear at us, you can ask us whatever you want to ask. Us. <laughs> right. And you can even yeah. swear as long as it's not too as long as it's not too bad for YouTube or whatever. We'll we'll do our best to answer. Right. 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 Well, dude, congratulations. There's a lot of comments on here congratulating you. There's my wife congratulating you. 
Um, you know, I think you've got a phenomenal product that's going to literally change. I think it's going to change the live streaming um, playground, man. I, I, I really do. I, I, oh, it's so, so easy, man. So easy. And we're going to continue making it better too. We're, we're, it's, yeah. it's not, this isn't the final form. It's going to get better and better. So yeah, Dan and I are super excited to continue uh, making it a better product and listening to the, the community and making the best experience possible. It's incredible. It's incredible. So, so thank you. I, I don't, I mean, I really, I don't have a lot else. I mean, this, you haven't, you haven't experienced enough pain yet. <laughs> I'm kidding, but you haven't, like, you just haven't had a ton of, of, it doesn't sound like you've had a ton of setbacks. Like, I mean, you've had some, I'm sure, but like, you guys have yeah. been very methodical. It sounds like. Not with StreamYard. With StreamYard, it's been yeah. mostly sunshine and roses i mean definitely experiences leading up to to Streamyard were there were definitely some harder things that that happened but i mean nothing too exciting to to chat about yeah i mean it's not been a big big challenge so but hey man congratulations to you i i'm i'm so glad to be a part of this and be on your platform i'm gladly pay you every month because I've been through the pain of using stuff that doesn't work or it glitches and it's a nightmare. So thank you for creating this and, and thank you for taking the time and, and being on today, man. Yeah. Thanks so much. I love, I love going on people's shows. I appreciate the, uh, the invitation. I had a lot of fun uh, speaking with you. I'll try to improve our ad targeting so you don't get hit with my, uh, my no, dude, you're, <laughs> <laughs> you're fine, man. I love seeing it. It's awesome. I love it. That means you're doing it. Like that's, that's what it's about. So, so, but you could target with my link. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just I, just uh, I think you offer that to anybody, right? Like anybody that signs up for for Streamyard. Is oh yeah, right? everyone, everyone. Uh, when you sign up, everyone gets a referral link. So I always forget to mention that. But yeah, theoretically, you could use all the premium features without ever paying yeah. it, paying paying for it. If you just uh, every person gets a custom link, it's like Streamyard.com/slash whatever your custom yeah. URL is. Yeah. And if people sign up through that link, um, and and if they upgrade, so if they sign up through that link and then, and they upgrade, you'll get a free month of Streamyard. And they get like ten bucks off. So right. if you if you get people to sign up, you can use Streamyard for free, which is kind of cool. It's it's uh, like hey, did uh, did I just post v to Facebook through the Streamyard app a comment? Yeah, you can comment as long it's the the it's profile. You can't comment to profiles and groups, but you can comment to pages, YouTube channels, and Periscope. Uh wow. See, I didn't. Even, I, I'm. I need to take your training. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I could do that, man. That's crazy. So there's my link. Um, and, and, and again, it, he's not kidding about the, you make what 25 bucks for every person that signs up for a and credit. Yeah. 25 and credit in credit. Yeah. I mean, I've got like $4,000 sitting there now or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, it, but I have a couple hundred bucks like, and, and it, it's awesome. So when you recommend StreamYard to other people and they sign up and they get on a paid plan, that that's, that's what you get. So, Hey, go get it. It's awesome. There's the link gauge. You're awesome. I appreciate you, man. Yeah, thanks so much, Ken. You're awesome, thanks, too. I appreciate for it. Coming on, man. All right, I'm going to go ahead and end this. You guys, make sure you share this out and um, follow Gage at 
StreamYard on Facebook and on YouTube. They've got some amazing stuff they put out. Don't hang up on me yet, man. We'll see you guys later. Thank you. Have a great day.